0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What's up, everybody? This is Trey Biddy with Hogsports.com, coming to you from Kroger Field in Lexington, Kentucky, field level. And Arkansas blew it. They had the manpower to beat this team. A team that's really reeling down to their fourth quarterback, who isn't even a quarterback. He's a wide receiver-playing quarterback, and he was the one guy that they had to stop. The one guy that they had to stop was Lynn Bowden, and they couldn't do it. They couldn't come up with a game plan to stop that kid. The game started about as well as you could hope for. Rakeem Boyd runs for 74-yard touchdown on the second play. He only ended up with 15 carries. You kind of thought that after the Texas A&M game, maybe they figured some things out that you got to feed your studs, but no. They hadn't figured that out. 15 carries for Raheem Boyd, that's not enough, the way he was running. Traylon Burks, what do you have, two catches? A run off of a backwards pass, two punt returns. I mean, that kid, Arkansas probably could have done the same thing with Traylon Burks, worked him at quarterback all week and put him in there and probably had a better result than Kentucky did. That kid has got to touch the ball. C.J. O'Grady, Rakeem Boyd, Traylon Burks, Trey Knox, these are the guys that have to touch the ball for you. Nick Starkle, I don't even know what's going on anymore. I mean, you think he's got it figured out. He, he really played pretty well, except for not understanding some things with the offense against old Miss. Against Texas A&M, he was 10 of 16 before that interception. And then, you know, the next thing you know, he's throwing five interceptions against San Jose State. You think he gets it figured out against A&M, but no, I mean... Ultimately, he lost his starting job. I don't know if he'll ever start again for Arkansas, the way that went. Um, they've got to completely reevaluate things, not only with personnel like quarterback, but I think they've got to ask themselves some questions about, you know, if you can't put a defense out here that can stop one player, then what are we doing? I mean, you've got to ask yourself that. What are you doing? One guy. You have one guy you got to stop. And all you really have to do is just load the box and come after him and make him throw. Demand that he throws the ball. Yes, he will make some plays here and there, but ultimately he's gonna make some colossal errors because he's a wide receiver playing quarterback. Great athlete, but he didn't even have his best wide receiver because his best wide receiver was himself. Frustrating to watch this team. It started out about, like I said, about as good as you could hope for but Starkle wasn't getting it done. They should have gone to Ben Hicks earlier. You know, people have asked me, what do I think about KJ? Yeah, at this point, let's see what KJ Jefferson has got. I mean, at this point, that's probably not the worst idea because they're not going to a bowl game, okay? I didn't like all the stuff I heard in the post game about this team being fragile. How fragile is this team? It's a very fragile team. I can remember halftime of the LSU game back in 2011 when the sideline reporter asked bobby petrino about this team being fragile and weak and bobby petrino said this team isn't fragile or weak and boom that was and walked off and that's the kind of answer you know but that's all semantic stuff i mean the real stuff is what happened out here on this field and arkansas just they didn't have an answer for the kid they did not have an answer on defense and they had no passing game on offense starkle just did not pass the ball very well i mean people can talk about the play calling not being good and stuff, and sure, there maybe there's an argument for some of that stuff, and red zone stuff has been just very disappointing. But the bottom line is, you know, Starkle completed, what, 37% of his passes. Seven of 19 for 41 yards with a long of 15. Lynn Bowden had more passing yards than Starkle when he came out of the game. Bowden was seven of 10 at that point for 78 yards and a touchdown. Only threw one more pass in the fourth quarter. But Ben Hicks, again, came in, showed some guts. I think you gotta go with Ben Hicks from from here on out, but at the same time, I'm not even sure how much it matters. I mean, you got Auburn next week in an 11 a.m. game, then you got Alabama on the road. I mean, I can't even remember what's next. Mississippi State, maybe? Man. I mean, for every, all the work that they did in the offseason, and, and you have to give this coaching staff credit again for what they do off the field. They work tirelessly in recruiting and bringing in players who are going to make this roster better, and they did all that stuff. But still, ultimately, you're as good as your record says you are, and your record says you've won two games, you lost to a Mountain West team again this year, and you're winless again in the SEC, and you lost to – one of the three worst teams in the SEC. I mean, it was Kentucky in the mix. Now it's just Arkansas and Vanderbilt in that discussion. Tennessee won today. I mean I don't even want I don't even want to do this walking talk because I feel like it's going to be the same thing that I said after the San Jose State game about how bad this program is right now. I mean, and it and there's no excuse. I mean, Sure, you should have rebuild years every once in a while. And I know people get upset even when you have a rebuild year. But this has been, we're going on eight years here of just disaster football. And you are starting to wonder, will this program recover? I asked that same question after San Jose State, and I guess I got fooled a little bit after Texas A&M. But Arkansas, I I just felt like the stars were kind of aligning for this one. But leave it up to Arkansas to make a wide receiver look like a freaking Heisman Trophy candidate. And he's not going to do that against anybody else. I think they play Vanderbilt still, so maybe he does it against Vanderbilt. But the situation was perfect. It was ripe for the taking. This was your opportunity. That was the video that I did on Thursday was this is your chance, Arkansas. This is it. And you should have won this one. You got really bad play from your quarterback and their fourth string quarterback converted wide receiver outplayed everybody and was unstoppable. And again, all you had to do was just come after him just relentlessly. And Chad said that they did in the post game and the last drive or two, I was down here and I didn't see, but the whole game, that's the thing you do from the start, right off the bat, you're not running on us. We're bringing everything, we're bringing the house. We don't care if you throw a pass and beat us. That's what it has to be because he's going to make enough mistakes. He, he's not a good passer. He's not a quarterback in that sense. I just don't understand what the game plan that Chavis was putting together. I don't, I don't understand. and I, We can talk about not having the players, and players are young and stuff. This is another game that they should have won, that they easily could have won. And there were things, I mean, you knew. You knew what was going to happen. You knew how when things took a turn in this game that it was over. That they weren't coming back from it. You knew. You knew when that happened. You felt good early. I mean the game could not have again the game could not have started better than it started off. Rakeem Boyd only ended up with fifteen carries. His first six carries, he had 104 yards. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you guys, but I know you're used to it. It sucks being used to losing, doesn't it? And then another kick in the seat. You know, Ty Story has a pretty good game for Western Kentucky. They beat Army. That's not a gimme. That's not a gimme. When you talk about the emotion that a guy like Ty Story is probably going to have in this game, and you talk about, um, you know, Western Kentucky's not a bad team. they what are they four and one or something? That's not a gimme win. And then Takias Crawford announces that he's decommitting from Arkansas moments after the game is over. Your number one recruit that you have. It's just an extra kick in the pants. So you've already lost two recruits. That is Zevion Capers decommitted well before I guess the season started. But two recruits after losses. A loss to San Jose State and a loss to Kentucky. Crazy. Everybody has to be reevaluated, not just the quarterback. I mean, again, you have to get the ball to Traylon Burks. Am I the only person that's seeing this? Let me know in the comments what you think on that. But I mean, some more creative stuff, not just for for Burks, but Rakeem Boyd instead of just, you know, just a handoff up the gut. But with Burks, some wildcat quarterback. I mean, the guy makes a person miss every single time he touches the ball. More action for Burks line him up in the backfield, put him at Wildcat quarterback, more end-around plays, throw to him more. I know they targeted him, what, six times? He only had two catches. He had one over the middle where he was wide open and it was thrown behind him. I couldn't tell if he should have caught that or not, watching here, but man, you've got a difference maker. You've got a difference maker in Traylon Burks, a guy that's a little bit different than everybody else. And he touches, he has two punt returns, two catches, and a behind-the-line-of-scrimmage pass catch that he he ended up running. I guess they were going to run that trick play on it. So, I mean, that guy could have made a big difference in this game. So could Rakeem Boyd if he had more carries. Kentucky had to have it, and they just went straight down there, six plays, three plays of 20-plus yards on the ground, and took it. Arkansas football, crazy. I mean, it's it's the worst stretch in school history, and I mean it, we keep saying that, but it is, and it just keeps getting worse and worse. It's gonna be it's gonna be difficult to ever top this. I don't know what point Arkansas is going to turn things around and turn the corner. At some point, it's gonna happen, but I don't see how. I don't know how that's gonna work out. they got a lot to figure out, and I mean, at this point it doesn't – I mean, if we're talking about who's the worst team in the SEC, Arkansas or Vanderbilt, does it really matter if we're even having that conversation? Does it matter if that's the conversation we're having? I mean, they were the worst team in the SEC last year. Arkansas was. Guys, I don't know what else to say. I'm running out of content for losses. I'm literally running out of things to bitch about. (laughs) That's what it's come down to. It's a nice stadium. I had a pretty good time in Lexington. I felt like things were kind of jiving up from the universe. Some good parking spots. I just walked into Keeneland, the racetrack here, in the third race yesterday, and put money on the biggest long shot in the race and it hit, it won. 130 bucks, I was like, ah, things are going well here in Lexington. Had some fun out on the town last night. Felt like things were going to go a certain way. But, um, yeah, I'm just stupid, I guess. I don't know what I'm talking about, so why are you guys listening to me? Alright, everybody, we'll be back Monday. I keep saying it's not the end of the world, it just feels like it, but, man, I mean the rest of the season. It's not like they're about to just turn this thing around. It's not like they're just gonna be like gut check time guys. Get in here and let's get this thing righted. Auburn's next. Alabama's after that. I mean what's this team look like after Alabama? What does this team look like after Alabama? Is this is this gut check time I mean This was your opportunity to build some momentum, heading into a really tough stretch. This was the game. This was it. You had two weeks to prepare, get healthy, get some things figured out, and Starkle ended up playing his second worst game of the season, and you couldn't stop one guy that they had. One guy who was making his first start ever at quarterback after playing wide receiver previously and wildcat quarterback. That's what just happened in here. It's not like this kid's going to go off against these other teams. Again, maybe Vanderbilt, but I mean, I know Kentucky fans got to be feeling good right now, but I don't think that's a long-term answer for you at quarterback. I mean, that's about as basic an offense as you could expect. About as basic as you could expect. All right, everybody, I'm wrapping it up. It's late. It's... 1 in the morning here in lexington i'm walking around the stadium like an idiot talking to myself but i want to thank you guys for listening thank you guys for tuning in to hog sports we certainly appreciate you appreciate all the support razorback fans are hungry for a win i know that tired of losing someday all right everybody i want to thank you for joining me this has been trey biddy with hogsports.com and in the walking talk We'll be back Monday. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better